0: The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here. Today FM. Okay, John Cadell is joined this week by Claire Beck, presenter of Claire Beck's Saturday Sound System for our weekly music spot. And uh, Marley Park is really busy. Guns N' Roses on tonight, Red Hot Chili Peppers on tomorrow night, and then at the weekend, Longitude makes its return for all the teenagers between Friday and Sunday but John I think they had issues last night didn't they with getting everyone into the Green Day concert apparently a queue to get in that stretched back about a kilometre and a half
1: Yeah uh, reports that there was a 1.5 kilometre queue to get into the Dublin concert a reason given uh, is that there was only one entrance open now I haven't seen uh, I I haven't seen anything official around this but that's uh, (laughs) what what fans were saying that it was uh, very difficult to get into and waiting quite a long time to get into the venue, but I suppose safety first. You know, if, if it's taking a long time, well then, you know, what but it's people
0: are in safe. At Duran Duran a few weeks ago, St. Anne Park and Rohini, I was surprised that there was only one entrance as well and one exit, probably more relevant, on yeah. the way out. that you would expect almost at an open air venue that they would try and have a number of entrances to let the crowd disperse maybe a little bit more safely.
1: Well, well I recall being at U2 and Croke Park, which I suppose is an outdoor, you'd consider that outdoor, and there was one Big exit and one big entrance. Um, it just takes time yeah, to, to get through.
0: There's multiple entrances and exits at the well,
1: Park. Well, on, on the way out, it was one main entrance for certainly the standing. Do you not go to Gaelic Games there? No, I don't go to Gaelic Games.
0: Okay, well, no. there's a fair few places yeah. you can get out of. Yeah, Clark I know. I'm Park.
1: saying at the U2 concert right, for okay. the pitch, right. there was one main exit. Oh, yeah, okay. For, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't go to Gaelic Games. <laughs> uh, I use Crow Park for concerts. Um, Palestine. What?
0: Anyway, Claire, I believe you've had your own experiences at concerts recently outdoors where there might have been issues with access and getting out as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of reasons, I think, for this. First of all, there's been a mass exodus of experienced staff from the events industry since the pandemic and also just the sheer number of gigs on. Not a complaint. Absolutely delighted to be at a gig nearly every night. Um, But it does mean that there's just there's not enough staff and then there's also the staff that are there maybe aren't so experienced and that is kind of going to add to delays as well. So, I mean, one thing to remember as well and that I think... a lot of people have forgotten that you kind of have to expect some level of inconvenience as well. If you're going to a large outdoor event and everyone else is going there at the same time, you know, it's never fun getting in and out of the, um, in and out of the gig but hopefully the gig will be worth it and i'm sure you know the amazing acts that are on over the weekend and stuff at marley park it will be worth it but yeah i think people just have to kind of brace themselves um for a little bit of discomfort and a little bit of a cue and also please be sound to those brand new wet binders uh mostly staff because they are trying their best to get you in safely
0: i believe you were at primavera recently and they had their issues
2: Oh, they did. Yeah. Now, I will say, in fairness to them, Primavera was spread over um, two weekends. Um, And I was there for the first day of the first weekend. And yeah, there was basically what it came down to was, again, not enough staff. I think they'd oversold it as well. And there was kind of access issues. Uh, Primavera has Park El Forum is the main area that holds 65,000 people. But they have a kind of an offshoot area um, that holds another 30,000 or so. But there was... It was a really long walk and it wasn't really signposted to get to it. And they have this kind of main walkway that normally you can get across really easily to this overflow area. But they had it for some reason just for VIP access. And um, so that resulted in kind of some crushes and a lot of discomfort and a kind of, a, you know, 70, 80 minutes wait <laughs> at the bars. But by the next day, they had um, a whole new crew um, that were running the bars. It was a lot smoother. And it's not, you know, Oh no, I can't get a pint. There's only a couple of water points for those hundred thousand people, so you have to queue up to get your two euro can of water as well but they had sorted it by the next day they were handing out um Free bottles of water to everyone, and the kind of the the just the madness of the first day had kind of uh, all okay. um, calmed down. So, so that was good.
0: Text messages coming in for listeners. Neve says, "I'm a 55 year old nurse who was at Marley Park last night. It was originally meant to be in the RDS, which would have handled things better. Uh, people so drunk they could barely stand, uh, jumping and pushing others, smoking all around us, cannabis. My daughter spent her time trying to stop me being trampled." And another one says that the main reason for the huge QSR at Park was the gates were meant to open at four, but they weren't finished setting up the stage rigging until about five. These are important things mm. because you have a very young audience going Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And even if they shouldn't be, we do know, John, that an awful lot of them are teenagers who probably will be drinking beforehand this is a very difficult one, particularly Longitude, to police properly.
1: Uh, it's, that's a bit of a trope. People say that uh, it's only teenagers who get drunk and make fools of themselves at concerts. Far from it. Uh, oh, people of all
0: ages... Listen, I saw plenty of it at Duran Duran as well. But what I'm saying is, at Longitude this weekend, there will be a lot of kids who might be first time going to things... They get drinking beforehand. And I know this from having collected my own children over the years from Marley Park at Longitude, that it can be
1: pretty hectic. Well, yeah, I mean, like... Yes, there will be. A, there's always a certain element of people who will make aegis of themselves and ruin it for everybody else. I mean, Marty Park last night. I wouldn't imagine the that the concertgoers were overly young, but as the lady who texted and said, people pushing and shoving and being drunk and uh, smoking the Gange. There's always there's always going to be that at, at concerts, you know. But uh, you know how how much. Uh, Egyptry a lot of the time depends on on who the act is as well and you know, people get out for a night and they just go crazy I wondered, should you
0: bring your car? Listener says, the first night of the killers in Malahide Castle, disaster sat for one hour and 45 minutes in the car without moving an inch Right And and then of course you had the issue with the, uh, the Lewis or the darts The, the darts broke down. Broke down yeah. for Jerry Silliman the other night.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's something that you can't plan for at all. I mean, the police, I think, I believe, were leading the, the concert goes across the rail tracks at midnight just to help get them home.
0: A listener says, we went to Michael Kiowanka last night in Trinity, travelling up from Cork. It was a really well-run venue and the gig was outstanding. Mm. I would love to have been able to have gone to that last night. Unfortunately, I had something else that I was uh, had to do and I couldn't get to that gig. Was so, there another
1: column?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> for other reasons. That other book. Uh, Claire, th- th- there are lots of great gigs coming on over the next week or two at various venues, which should be well able to cope, aren't there? This this is a prime time for gigs at present.
2: It is. And there's uh, so many, um, you know, there's so many that kind of were ca- like postponed, postponed, postponed or maybe rescheduled. And it's just this kind of whirlwind over the next well, so uh michael kiwanuka um was there last night Heim are going to be there in um trinity summer series tonight crowded house uh, the crona's keen the specials beck uh fontaines dc are going to be at the ivy gardens um diana ross is finally going to play that three arena show on sunday i'm gonna go with my mom the two us are beside ourselves with excitement um, and that's been a long time coming and like you said longitude as well so yeah it's um it's fantastic to see. And like, it's so nice to be not that people are like, legitimately complaining but people going oh I'm so tired because I have all these gigs to go to like after sitting at home for two years like it's absolutely fantastic Well actually here's
0: a positive one from a listener who says I was at Marley Park last night I've seen loads of people complaining about getting to and from the gig and getting into it We arrived about 20 past 4 the gates were due to open at 4 there was a huge queue stretching back to Grange Golf Club A very nice Garda on a bike went along the queue and told us there was a delay opening the gates due to some issues with the rigging setup of the staging The gates opened at 5 and moved very quick I've never gotten through a ticket check and security as quickly. We moved towards the exit about 11 o'clock as Green Day was playing uh, last song. Got out of there, onto our park and ride, bus back to Dundrum within 10 minutes. Very well organised and I was home in Wexford by one o'clock. There are always people who will just complain if everything isn't perfect, (laughs) but be organised and you usually be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean by and large, yeah, I mean the, the the main promoters in this country they do have so much experience on running events. Things go wrong now and again, like in every area of life. So yeah, sometimes it's just the unfortunate that's stuck with the, the bad experience one time out of a hundred.
0: Another listener says Marley Park closed at eleven o'clock, the last bus was twenty past eleven.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Take twenty minutes to get from Marley Park to the bus? Well, it could take longer Would than it? that.
0: Yeah. It could take longer than that. If you're trying to get out, uh, definitely. OK, well, look, uh, let's move on to other things. Uh, let's actually, in case we run, are running out of time, let's get to picks of the week. So, what's your one, John?
1: Oh, I'm not happy about this at all. I didn't figure there was anything much at all this week, Matt, and there's some weeks like that, but I found something at last. Uh, I, uh, gorillas have a new single, Cracker. What are you laughing at, Claire Beck? Uh Gorillas <laughs> have a new single. Yeah,
0: what are you laughing at?
2: Yeah, because there's so much new music coming out. Yeah, so it's muck. I just, okay, Anyway,
1: go Gorillaz Cracker Island featuring Thundercat. Uh, I don't know if it's from a new album, Claire, you might know, um, but it's brand new anyway. Um, came out on Friday, and it's really, really good, and it's the only decent thing that was released this week. It's going to come in with no pick of the week, but you're a team gang up for me, Matt. Then, I like that. Uh, I like
0: Gorillas yeah, anyway. I yeah. think they're playing in the three arena in August as well. Is it August? Yeah, yeah. they're definitely coming soon.
2: 17th, yeah.
0: I think I might try and head to that one. So, okay, what's your pick of the week, Claire?
2: My pick of the week is from a new Irish act called Love Command Zero. Um, they are a Dublin based duo called Fox and Bex, Fox being Jamie Fox formerly of Fight Like Apes. Um, if you listen to my show on a Saturday at all Matt, which I know you're a big fan of, um you know that I lo- love a bit of uh, Italo disco and so do love Command Zero. They have an album coming out very soon and this is their debut single. It's called Guilty. Oh, I'm crazy. Whoa. Whoa.
0: Whoa. I'll be the one to take you home, pretty <laughs> Commando. Guilty. Now Paul McCartney at Glastonbury Uh, you were so looking forward to it John there was a duet with John Lennon using special effects from Peter Jackson Bruce Springsteen was on stage and before we talk about it let's hear a bit where he played Band on the Run with Foo Fighters Dave Grohl involved as well Because this is divided opinion. Right. The McCartney lover saying it's wonderful to see a man at this stage of his career up there rocking it out and others saying, well, look, actually, no. OK. And he didn't play the stuff we wanted to hear if he was going to do it anyway. I have, lo-
1: I have a lot of opinions on this. A lot. What a surprise. First of all, I've been snarky about McCartney's um, failing voice very recently on the show. Um, I've also been quite snarky about the Foo Fighters a number of times on this show. Um, I feel bad about that because McCartney's voice held up pretty well. Considering what it is now, his voice held up well. It was as good at the first song as it was at the last. Also, who who could have Dave Grohl make his first public appearance since Taylor Hawkins' death except McCartney? who rang Dave Grohl and asked him to do it. Now, that's not just to get a special guest on stage for your Glastonbury slot, your Paul McCartney. You don't need special guests. He did it, I have no doubt, because he's probably the only person that Grohl would have said yes to, because Dave Grohl is obviously in deep mourning for his best pal. So he couldn't, he couldn't say no to a Beatle. So he, ha- he had to do it. And I think it was, in the long run, it will help Dave Grohl immeasurably. And the amount of love that was shown to him on the stage when he, when he appeared, phenomenal. Um, with regard to the set list, I was texting a friend of mine, Jeff, throughout the gig. And we were looking at the audience on the telly at Glastonbury. And most of them looked bemused or didn't know what was being played. And the atmosphere, as far as I was concerned, I could see on the telly, was incredibly poor. That's not down to McCartney's set list. If you don't know that catalogue of songs, it's your failing. If you're going to go to to Glastonbury to watch Paul McCartney, you're going to be grateful for what you get because he's one of the Beatles. He is the Beethoven of the 20th century. We've said that. Um, If you don't know the songs, tough. He's going to play what he likes. And I'll tell you what it is. It's the type. There is a type of person who goes to Glastonbury. Not the only type of person that goes to Glastonbury, but it's what I call Amelia and Austin who are going for the experience. They probably have a brand new camper van or probably have it loaned. They're wearing daisies in their hair. They're getting away from their middle management jobs for four days and they're going to to Glastonbury to experience the vegan food and the experience. And they want to go and see Paul McCartney so they can tell their friends they've seen Paul McCartney. Not because they like him, but because it's bragging rights. And they expected to hear the Beatles' greatest hits and nothing else. So... (laughs) dig, you know, if that's the attitude you're going with and if you're not, if you're going to go and see McCartney, which thousands of people would kill to do and or can't, Claire, look, what do you think? Get what you're given from a beetle. <laughs> I have sir? to
2: say that this doesn't happen very often but I 100% agree with John on this. It's Paul McCartney. I'm sorry, like he can do whatever he wants. How dare you criticise Paul McCartney's 80-year-old voice. Like fair play to him for getting up there. That's amazing. And one thing I've actually I've been at that stage many times, um, that pyramid stage, and it's it, I totally get what um John is saying about the atmosphere because there was a hundred thousand people at that pyramid stage. It's not comfortable to be there if you are a super fan. You're gonna have to camp out there all day, you know. You're gonna be dehydrated. You're gonna be tired. You're not gonna be comfortable. So yes, there are gonna be people there that like maybe are looking like they're not having the best time because, you know, you're completely squished in with all these people. So the last time I think they had close to that was the Rolling Stones in 2013. And I went and I queued, not at the front, but I queued kind of half the way back from early enough on because I wanted to see the Rolling Stones. And I knew that they weren't going to be great. I knew they weren't going to sound what they were like on their records because they're very old men and they've been doing it for a long time and they rolled along the stage and it was just wonderful to experience that. But I wasn't expecting their voices to sound like they did on their hit records. So I just don't understand why any like what do you want from him? Okay. Blood?
0: Claire Beck, thank you very much for being with us. And John Cadell The
2: Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM,
0: it all happens here.